Sometimes people refer to self-sabotage as things like shooting themselves in the foot, not showing up for themselves, not following through for themselves. This is super common in recovery. So many of us have very long histories of self-sabotage. What I've learned in ACA is that another way to refer to self-sabotage is to call it self-abandonment. For those of us who are in ACA, that distinction is very important. It's important because self-abandonment is the legacy of adult children. We all do it because it's what we were brought up to do, abandon ourselves. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I'm a boundaries coach who specializes in helping women who are focused on what others are thinking and doing and neglect themselves in the process. And I have coached hundreds of people on how to build healthy boundaries using my exclusive build framework. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. I'm an avid beachcomber who collects sea glass, shells, wood, and stones. I am a formerly closeted fan of the Hallmark Channel, especially the Christmas movies. Hello, Christmas in July. I wear fingerless gloves from September to June because my hands are always cold, so I have about 15 pairs. And I get a huge kick out of counting how many days, weeks, and months there are until my birthday or Christmas at completely random times of the year. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. If you like what you've heard on this episode, please screenshot it and share it on your social media and tag me at Higher Power Coaching. This is episode 245, How to Stop the Self-Sabotage and Get Over Your Fear of Abandonment. I've gotten feedback from a number of people lately that I'm getting more and more vulnerable on my podcast, and that has everything to do with the fact that I have come out publicly as a member of ACA, which is the 12-step fellowship adult children of alcoholics and dysfunctional families. That's because the deepest part of my recovery has come from that program. I got at the root cause of all my issues in ways that I just haven't in OA. Now, don't get me wrong. I need and love OA. It's a great program. But for me, it's really been the trauma recovery that I got in ACA that's made such a huge difference in my life. Because I've seen that trauma is the root cause of most of my issues. Now, speaking of coming out and saying what programs I'm in, I got an email recently from somebody saying that I was violating a whole bunch of different traditions by sharing my recovery programs. And it's true that I am violating Tradition 11 because I am not maintaining anonymity at the public level, but I can live with that. I struggled for a long time when I began my podcast and my business because I didn't want to violate the traditions. 
If you're not in recovery, you're probably not familiar with the fact that 12-step recovery programs are actually 12-step and 12-tradition programs. If you're interested in learning what the traditions are, you can Google them. For a variety of reasons, I eventually decided to say publicly which programs I'm in, but I continue to reiterate that I do not represent or speak for any particular program of recovery. I believe that I provide a greater service by sharing what I'm actually going through, which wouldn't make any sense if I didn't talk about ACA because it's really different than many other 12-step programs in a number of ways. Since I've been sharing that, I can't tell you how many people have told me they didn't even know that ACA existed. They didn't know that trauma recovery was possible. They didn't know that trauma was their issue. So people have been able to find recovery because I am out. And the reason I started by saying all this is that what I'm about to talk about is very much an ACA thing. And I couldn't share this in any meaningful way without talking about ACA and the ACA recovery. I'm going to talk about self-sabotage, but from within the context of ACA recovery. Sometimes people refer to self-sabotage as things like shooting themselves in the foot, not showing up for themselves, not following through for themselves. This is super common in recovery. So many of us have very long histories of self-sabotage. What I've learned in ACA is that another way to refer to self-sabotage is to call it self-abandonment. For those of us who are in ACA, that distinction is very important. It's important because self-abandonment is the legacy of adult children. We all do it because it's what we were brought up to do, abandon ourselves. I believe it's important to use the ACA language and call it self-abandonment rather than self-sabotage Because when we call it self-abandonment, we're connecting that behavior to our status as adult children. We're making it clear to ourselves that the reason that we're going through these self-abandoning behaviors is that we're adult children. Oh yeah, I'm abandoning myself because I'm an adult child. This is what adult children do. My second sponsee that I ever had in ACA used to say to me all the time, what the fuck's matter with me? What's wrong with me? What the fuck's wrong with me? I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. I don't know why I keep doing this shit. And I finally said to him, listen, what the fuck's wrong with you is that you're an adult child. So stop asking what the fuck's wrong with me. You have the answer. Now, I'll get back to why that's important to remember in a moment. As adult children, we are trained to abandon ourselves. It's not like our parents sit us down and say, you need to abandon yourself. It's what we pick up and internalize from our environments. Like, they're emotionally abandoning me. That must be what love is. So let me abandon myself. Or maybe the reasoning that we have as children is, if I abandon myself enough, then they will love me. Now, back to the reasons we want to connect our self-abandonment behavior to our status as adult children. Number one is that it's a step one issue. In ACA, Step one is that we are powerless over the effects of growing up in an alcoholic or otherwise dysfunctional family. Well, the main effects 
of alcoholism and family dysfunction are fear and distorted thinking. That fear of abandonment is one of the things we're powerless over. The distorted thinking of, well, if I just abandon myself enough, then maybe people will love me, is also something over which we are powerless. And what do we do when we're powerless, when we have a lack of power? We seek a power greater than ourselves. So when we see our self-sabotage as related to our status as an ACA, we remember this is a step one issue and that we want to reach out to our higher power. We don't have to fix this on our own. We get to have the help of our higher power. The second reason we want to connect this behavior to our status as adult children is that there's a solution to that. There's a solution to this adult child thing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, the solution is the name of a document in ACA that very succinctly describes what the solution to healing our adult child wounds is, which boils down to becoming your own loving parent. At its most basic, becoming your own loving parent means to be kind and good to yourself. But it can also be a very complex process where you cultivate a whole cast of inner characters known as your inner family, and then you recast your past by reparenting your inner child or children. I put a link in the show notes to the ACA solution document if you'd like to read it. But this reparenting thing, I have been talking about it lately. I've been talking about what I've been doing, but it can be super basic and all the way to super complex and anything in between. Now, remembering that there's a solution to our childhood dysfunction and therefore the self-abandonment issue means we get to recover from trauma, we get to change our neural pathways And we also get to tap into our higher power. Now, some of the ways we abandon ourselves could be that we don't engage in self-care activities like bathing, brushing our teeth, going to work. We might set ourselves up for failure by having ridiculously unrealistic expectations of ourselves, of other people, the world, our relationships. Or maybe we trust people who are untrustworthy. Or we don't follow through on things that could lead to our success. If we're substance users, maybe we get drunk or high and then have a hangover the night before a big interview for a job. There's all kinds of ways that we self-sabotage. I urge you to think about these sorts of behaviors as self-abandonment rather than self-sabotage, especially if you identify as an adult child. Because when you think, I'm self-sabotaging, It's unclear where that behavior comes from or what to do about it. It's like you're sort of floating around the universe trying to figure out what is this thing. But when you see, oh, this is self-abandonment, it's tied to my status as an adult child, it helps you understand I'm not doing this for no reason. It comes from somewhere. And more importantly, there's a solution And the solution is to become your own loving parent. When you become your own loving parent, you stop abandoning yourself. And when you stop abandoning yourself, you stop being so fucking afraid of other people abandoning you. And here's why. Because you're no longer abandoned. When you are abandoning yourself and you get into a relationship with another human, you've built abandonment into the relationship. And that's because you're not really there. 
the real you is not really in the relationship. So you've already sabotaged the relationship by not being there as the real you. That's another way we self-abandon. We pretend that we like things that we don't. We say things are okay with us that are not okay. We lie, you know, that sort of thing. But when you stop abandoning yourself, you stop being afraid of abandon because you're not fucking abandoned. You're there for yourself. You have your own back. And if you have a higher power, that massively magnifies you not being abandoned because your higher power is never going to abandon you. Then you won't go into relationships with this grasping feeling of, don't abandon me, don't abandon me, don't abandon me, which is annoying as fuck, to say the least. When you stop abandoning yourself, you stop being afraid of abandonment, you can be fully in a relationship. So this is why I urge you to call that self-sabotaging behavior self-abandonment because there's a solution to that, which is to become your own loving parent, which will enable you to stop abandoning yourself and you will then be able to let go of your fear of abandonment. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're gonna love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-released podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higher power coaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. 
please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.